I'm telling you, that lady has a fine derriere, but there's too much poo stains in her underwear. There's poo stains in her underwear. Well, you marry her. There's poo stains in her. <laughs> comedy podcast, a comedy what cast, a comedy whoa. First and foremost, um, I have to do a disclaimer. That song intro is not about any females in my life. Just a heads up. My girlfriend was glaring at me. When I was singing that. No, it's not about you. It's just a funny, stupid song. Anyway, I'm sure you get it. We've all gotten it. You know, I'm not going to pinpoint it. Anyway, I'm your host, James Hammond. This is the Comedy Padcast. Uh, the whole point of the show is I go over old comedy pads, old jokes, news stories, ideas, just random thoughts in my head, and I make jokes for them, all for your entertainment. Anyone out there listening, my point right now, the whole point of my life is to make you laugh, make you enjoy life a little bit more, feel a little bit better, because when you laugh, I think... Um, it actually gets rid of all the sicknesses in your body. Um, I believe it's an old Egyptian kind of thing. They found it written on the hieroglyphics, something about laughter, curing everything. So, yeah, it's good for you. It's great for us. Let's get it going, you know? Let's get the whole shin bob going. Shin bob? A shin dig. What's a shin bob? <laughs> Let's get the whole shin bob going, you know? telling you if you're not getting stuff online from dispensaries you're fucking up that was a mr nice guy from bc tasty delicious amazing the price is just right you know you can't beat the price you're paying triple on the streets triple i tell you it's just you know your grandma would say spend your money wisely jimmy don't got all those crazy government dispensaries you got to go to the online guys that is better she's not a jewish lady she wouldn't sound like that in fact uh she wouldn't sound she would just sound like this because she's dead she doesn't exist any r.i.p grandma great lady Woo! maybe we'll do some family stories should we do some family stories this time around jamie should we do some family stories jamie let's check in with i have a guy here corresponding goes to check, fact checks everything for me um it's just me it's just james but i like to pretend i'm joe rogan sometimes it's pretty fun you know you go around and pretend you're joey rogues and you're good. Um, anyway, yeah, a bit about me. I'm a dad. Uh, that's it. That's all I've been doing during COVID. Haven't been working. So I've just been being a dad full-time. Full-time dad at home a lot. It's great. And I love being a dad. Today, um, I, my daughter caught a ball for the first time. Like, actually, I mean, I've tossed the ball to her, and she's captured it. You know, I mean, I've kind of just made it easy for her. But today, I was actually throwing them to her, and she was catching them. I'm like, holy shit. This could be a League of Our Own style thing. First female in the MLB. That's where my head instantly goes. I'm like, yep. That's going to... Not that I would care if she's not, but, you know, I'm like, yep, that, she's going to do it. She'll be like Madonna in that movie, League of Their Own. You know? A league. <laughs> a league of their own. <laughs> it's just only female baseball? I don't know. I remember growing up, there was... Um, I played baseball, a lot of baseball, in Guelph, Ontario. And it was a co-ed league. There'd be, you know, a couple girls scattered in to the different teams and it was uh they're pretty they're okay they're all right at the, the the game they weren't the greatest you know they were chicks not not as strong as guys at that time but some of them were all right they were good but i remember one year there was a mom who's like we should just have an all-female team a whole a female team just to show those boys what's up kind of attitude right like you know it's let's do it and they they made a full uh girls fem of uh, baseball team hardball and they played and there was maybe like six or seven teams and one of them was just all chicks, and like I remember, we were playing them, and we beat them like thirty-seven to two. It was insane, or like six or seven. It was bad. Like it was just an insane amount. Like 
we should just be mercy and mercy. It was like, oh yeah, we're at the mercy, at the mercy. It was just bad. I think half the people of the girls on that team did not play baseball ever again. It was such a horrible experience for them. They were like, that was not fun. Because it's not fun being on a team that gets smoked all the time. Just like by that much too. It's like we're not even close. It's like the whole point was to prove that like, yeah, chicks are just as good as guys. And it was like, maybe it was the coaching. Let's just say it was the coaching. Maybe it wasn't the fact that it was like all females. Because they did win two games. And I remember we made fun of the teams that lost to them. My buddy Dima was on it. My buddy Matt was on one of the teams. MD. We'll call him. I'll blank that out. Whatever. He was, uh, and I remember we ripped on him hard. We're like, dude, you lost to the all chick. Or was it? I think it was him. Could have been Ian. I don't know. Anyway, either way. One of them lost to the all-girl team. And we never let them live it down. It was like, that was the word. It didn't matter if you lost or your team didn't do well. Like, you struck out. If you lost to the all-girl team, it's like, that, buddy, that's just, whew, You're definitely not making it. I mean, no one who played baseball, I believe, in those years with us in Guelph, Ontario, ever made it to the majors. But, um... Some of us had dreams. I remember I played in a league when I was 18, and it was, like, me, the only 18-year-old, and a bunch of, like, 19 to 25, 26-year-old men who were, like, all juiced up on roids, like, still in their heads thinking, yeah, I'm going to make it to the MLB. And it was, like, a house league. You know, in in Guelph, Ontario, these guys were nuts, right? Like, they'd sh- you'd show up at, like, the game would be at 6. You'd show up at, like, you know, 5.45, 5.30. These guys would be there running full laps, you know, doing crazy-ass shit. You're just like, these guys really take this game seriously, right? Obviously juiced, you know, like just huge muscles too, like Jose Canseco, Barry Bonds heads, you know, really deformed mongoloid features. Just, you're like, these guys who we're playing baseball against, I remember showing up being like, this sucks. Just instantly right off the bat, I'm like, I don't want to play with these guys, right? Everyone was sad and angry. Like at least when you're playing, when you're like 15, 16, everyone's like, yeah, it's going to be great baseball's awesome it's fun you know but these guys were like yeah baseball gotta go to work tomorrow i play baseball so i don't kill myself you know it was like the only thing i guess if that's what's keeping you from doing it then do it right but it was yeah it was not a fun bunch of folks to play with i remember our team sucked really bad too we lost almost every game and we did win one game and when we did uh we followed the other team out of the parking lot in a car waving our shirts we all took our shirts off and we're swinging around like you lost to us ah. and there was only yeah there was only six teams in the league so everyone made it to the playoffs and in the playoffs we made it to the finals so it was great we lost all the games throughout the year except two or like three and a long, pretty long season and um then we made it to the final games in the playoffs so how's that you know goes to show you any given sunday the baseball team who it was we just weren't on any steroids that was it we were like naturally all right at baseball just all right these other guys, it was like they could hit a home run, but um, when they went home, they couldn't find their testicles, right? <laughs> it was like, where are they? I just can't seem to find them. I think they've gone back up inside of me, you know? Apparently, doing steroids shrinks your balls, right? Or it just makes you so jacked, like you get really ripped and big that your dick just stays the same size. Is there dick steroids? Is there just only steroids for your penis? Is anyone out there know? Let, let James know. telling you really specific steroids could be a hot seller right like you just want really strong cheeks you want the cheeks of a squirrel boom we got you squirrel steroids you know you want the ears of prince charles boom we got you covered you're gonna jack those ears up like you meet some girl who's just into like i just i just really like big ears it's my thing like grab it i'm stretching them and i like pulling the earwax out i'm just really in the ears you know like your ears are just too small for me like a dude will do dudes these days too 
they're just cavins. You know, they cave in for the the pussy. I knew guys like that growing up too. It was like you'd be into hip hop, you'd be into snowboarding, right? You call your buddy like, hey, bro, you want to go snowboarding this week? It's like, no, man, I'm uh, dating this uh, Mandy girl now. It's like, oh, really, really? Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. So what does that have to do with anything? It's like, oh, she doesn't like snowboarding, so I don't really snowboard anymore. You're like, okay. And you're like, hey, did you hear that new Wu Tang CD? It's like, oh, I don't really listen to Wu Tang anymore. It's like, why? What do you listen to? It's like, you know, just kind of whatever music the girls I'm trying to bang listen to. It's like, dude, you're an empty shell of a human being, right? Like, don't you have any person? I think guys like that just bother me. I mean, there's I'm still buddies with a bunch, but you know, it's just just completely catering, a false sense of catering. Yeah, here, I'll just do anything you like, anything you like. Girls are like, this guy's perfect. He doesn't like snowboarding. He hates rap music. The two things that... What kind of personality traits are those? Like, who are you meeting? Where are you meeting these girls? I'm like, plenty of fish. And you're looking at their profile. It's like, I just really don't like hip-hop. And I hate snow... Put up the things you do like, you know? So you don't have to... It's just ridiculous to to try to hide yourself, you know? Put it out there. Like, I'm not a big fan of dick pics. I've never sent one. I don't think... Have I? Maybe one. Sent a sexy photo before. It didn't go out well. I'm not. I'm not a good sexy photo man taker. But uh, I think there's a point to it. You know, kind of just puts it all out there. You go, hey, you like this? This is what I got. This is what you're you're dealing with. But the thing is, is there not more to sex than just the penis, right? Like you gotta, yeah, your your fingers and your tongue, and your uh, elbows. If you really get in there, yeah, a lot of different body parts. I like to warm up to using my. Dick. I don't like good jumping right in to using my deck, right? Kind of blows the whole. Uh, when, when I'm partaking in sex. That's what I'm talking about. Today is the sexual ladies' man version of the podcast, comedy podcast. You know, you don't want to jump right to, 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 to full penetration, I'm telling you. I, when you say that, you can't help but sound like a, a grade 9 health teacher. Full penetration, you know? And you jump to that, it's just you're really doing, uh, you're, you're, you're throwing all your eggs in one basket, you know? It's just you got to do other stuff first. You got to work your way up. Now I'm going to show you on this banana how to satisfy yourself orally. I'm Mr. Prescott or something. <laughs> Whatever, some weird gym teacher doing some... I would be the worst as a gym teacher having to teach health. You're just like, oh, God, no. Like I, just, I, I wanted to teach football and, and floor hockey. Now I got to... Now the sexuality of all these... That's why dudes were so fucked up probably for the longest time. You're not fucked up, but just kind of misguided sexually. I know, I know myself was. I was just banging anything that moved for a long period of my life. Any opportunity I had. I was like a rabbit. Just like, yeah, 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 okay, sure. Yeah, like this alleyway, why not? Up against this dumpster, sure, why not? This laundromat, sure. Okay, these woods, yeah, sounds good. Your house, my house, no? Okay, these woods then. All right, you know, just like, anyway, I just felt like I had to, to get it in, you know, all the time, right? So uh, maybe if they were just like, yeah, you know, um, they taught it better. I don't know. You teach sex. Sex versus love, love versus sex. They're very far from each other, you know? Just skip the whole thing. You don't have to have, they shouldn't even teach it in school, really. She'd be like, all right, sex is a thing. This is education. The thing about sex is the second you find out about it, you're not going to pay attention to education whatsoever. That's why marks go down. Everyone, the second you hit that year where you're learning about sex, you know, grade six, yeah, I guarantee you, if you, you across the board, marks just drop, in dudes at least, right? Like the second a girl in your class grew boobs, it was like, yeah, your marks dropped because you were just like, I'm looking at that chick's boobs now. Like, what are those? Are those t- is that a bra? Just like staring at a chick's chest. Like, is that a bra or like boobs underneath? I can't tell. I can't tell. I think those are, it looks, they look real. I can see a bra, but they look real, you know? And then your marks just drop, right? So they should just keep sex out of the schools like, or have it like, you know, okay, like a, a week long seminar, a week 
a week, just a week. You, you get it for a week. That's it. All right, guys, here it is. You know, keep it in your pants. Don't put weird stuff in people's drinks. Be nice. For me, it's just like, I don't be nice. I don't know what the fuck. Be nice never really works when you're trying to pick up checks, right? Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? I'm a nice person. You should have sex with me, right? Like, no, that's, uh, that's not the greatest. Um... This is still me and my buddy Tom. We actually came up with a good a good philosophical way of, of uh, approaching dating as a guy. Just don't think about anything, right? Because when a girl... When you hook up with a girl, or she hooks up with you, generally that's what it is. You know, they've she's chosen. Like, okay, I'll hook up with this dude. You know, you hook up, and she likes you. Just how you are, right? You're fine. Don't do nothing. The second you start thinking, you're gonna start doing shit differently. You'll be like, oh, I'm thinking. Oh, like what? Why is she doing this? Why is she not? Unless you just kind of block it off. Yeah, whatever. You know, but just if you just, if you just choose not to think, it's perfect. You just go. I'm just not gonna think about that. At least not about the relationship or this girl or anything at all. That has to do with her, right? I'll think about video games. I'll think about weed. I'll think about Subway sandwiches. Anything but the relationship. Because the second you start thinking about it, I'm like, isn't the fact that we're talking about this, thinking about it, he's like, I know, but you have to think about it for a bit, and then you have to shut it off. We're like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Stu was cool. Tom, a lot of cool um, ways of dealing with stuff. Like, uh, if he ever was really tired, like sometimes he'd stay up all night, or he wouldn't, he wouldn't sleep well, and then... He would, uh, he'd be like, yeah, sometimes if I don't sleep well, I just eventually stay up 24 hours straight and my system just reboots itself. And it worked for him. All, he would do it like, you know, a couple, once every couple months. He'd be like, yeah, I just haven't been sleeping that great. Yeah. Also had the craziest amount of nitrous I've ever seen in my life. Like once I came to his house and he just like whippets, you know, those canisters, it was just like a crate of crates of those. And I'm like, dear God, I'm like, how long have you had this? He's like, oh, I had it for about the last two, three weeks. I'm like, oh Yeah. And you still have tons. Like, this is crazy. I did a couple, but, you know, it's, um, yeah, whippets. It was a good, it was a funny time. Just growing up as a guy in Canada, a big part of life is just, like, finding ways to get fucked up, right? You smoke weed, and you're like, all right, I don't want to do, like, heroin or meth or anything crazy. So you just find ways to kind of catch a buzz. You know, so you're like, whippets. I guess I'll just use a whippet. You know, whatever the heck that is. You know, you just buy some whipped cream, hold it upside down. You know, gas on a rag, whatever, whatever your choice of poison is, right? You want to get messed up and like not degenerately messed up. Like you don't want to be a, like wake up addicted to, to laughing. I guess the thing you don't get addicted to laughing gas and nitrous, right? Like you never go to the dentist, get the laughing gas, and then I'm like just like I gotta go back to the dentist. I need it. Itching, I'm itching for that sweet, sweet dentist juice. You know, not the not, not that fluoride shit. Give me the real laughing gas. Stick it right into me. Dentist juice. That's what they call it. Yeah, but if your dentist ever says, close your eyes and get ready for some dentist juice, maybe, you know, something else is coming your way. Just be, be prepared. There could be something strange going there. The saying, get ready for some dentist juice, isn't necessarily um, heartwarming, right? Could be good. You're like, oh, Sam, thanks a lot. That was delicious. It's just like a cup of orange juice. You're like, yeah, it's a, it's a new brand, dentist juice. It's made by dentist. It's a... It's really just my orange juice. I, 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 I squeeze the oranges at home. I'm also into growing oranges and squeezing them on my off time. Because, you know, as a dentist, I get a lot of spare time. Because my job's so good. No one says, that's the thing. If dentists actually did their job, no one would need them. Now, I'm going to tell you, folks, I don't brush my teeth all too often. You know, I do, like, when I'm going places, I'll brush them. For your sake, right? So people don't get grossed out by the plaque buildup. But cavities are pretty good. I'm doing pretty good on the cavities. Just hold, open your mouth to the sun for like a good five minutes maybe when it's really sunny out and just like clean your teeth at the sun. Like, yeah, there we go. 
If it's good enough to grow trees, it's good enough to clean my teeth. That's my thought process, you know? The sun. Good enough to grow trees, good enough to clean my teeth. Get your anus up there. If you want to clean your butt out, just toss it to the sun. Good five minutes. It's hard to find a good spot where no one's going to sneak up on you when you're doing some weird stretches or whatnot. You know, that's that's a difficult thing. The world's so populated. I don't. That's a weird thing, too. And in India, the country is where a lot of these stretches come from. You know, yoga and the other stuff. You know, I'm sure it's a lot of poses and whatnot. The Kama Sutra, all these different kind of um, stretchy poses. It's like, how the heck would these people even find space to stretch? You know what I mean? Like you put a mat down and all of a sudden you're just like on a family having a picnic. They're like, oh, geez, sorry, man. Sorry. Come, no, no, no. Don't worry. You can do your stretches, man. It'd be very hard to figure out, right? Like there's just, it's a very overpopulated city from uh, our city, country, from what I've heard. The city of India. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been in school for a while. I actually feel myself getting dumber from the COVID, right? I'm not reading as much. I'm not doing it. Like some people are really just enriching their lives. You see them online like, yeah, I jog 30,000 miles in the last week. I've lost this much weight. I only eat this. Things I've donated all my time to charity, and I still work a full-time job. It's like, wow, you've really just enriched your life. It's like, I've just been sitting around waiting for shit to get back to normal. And you know what? I'm getting this, the feeling it's not ever going to go back to normal, right? Everyone's just, that's the thing. We're all sitting here waiting we'll, to do anything. We'll just give away all our fucking rights. Not all our rights, but, you know, we'll just do anything for it. We'll be like, hey, all right, you got to hop on one foot, blindfolded through the streets, and, uh, yeah, you'll get all your rights back, you know? It's fine. And we just want it so bad that we're willing to do anything. We'll be like, okay, fine. It's like... You know, just smash your own kneecaps and uh, stay at home for the next um, six months and everything will be fine. You know, all right, we'll do it. That's what that's the top doctors are saying. We got to do it. Smash your kneecaps. <laughs> Don't actually smash your kneecaps. The, the comedy podcast does not promote any kind of kneecap smashing uh, to get rid of uh, COVID. It's not been proven to work. But, um, yeah, if you had it, it would stop you from spreading it quick. Right. So that's for sure a fact. So, yeah, if you bust kneecaps, then COVID numbers could go down because people won't walk as quick and they won't spread it, right? Maybe just plastic bags. You should just put a thing up like, all right, the new thing is if you don't have a mask, just put a plastic bag over your head and, um, yeah, we'll see you in a week. See what happens, you know? <laughs> hey, all of a sudden, the world's way less populated. What? People just dropping in numbers from plastic bags. I have to do it for your safety. I don't wear the plastic bag for me. I wear it for you. <laughs> you always hear people saying, I don't wear the mask for me. I wear it to keep everyone else safe. It's like, yeah, okay, buddy. Since when did you become a mercenary just of maskdom? A mercenary to keep everyone safe. I, I spend and dedicate my time keeping everyone else safe. It's like, no, you work as a plumber and then you come home and you watch home improvement reruns. It's like, that's all you do with your life. You know, you don't do... You don't, didn't care about anyone before. Now all of a sudden it's like, I'm a, I'm such a noble creature. I'm such a noble person putting this mask on. I do this for other people, you know? You know, be really twisted. I just got the, don't tell me why, but as some like crazy serial killer about to murder someone, he's got his knife on. He's like, that's, it's like time to die. Oh, wait, sorry. Where's my manners? You know, puts his mask on. Like, <laughs> I'm not an animal, you know? Just like, let's go. Just somebody about to kill someone and then gets grossed out that they don't have a mask. That could be fine. Hey, buddy, whoa, back off. If you're going to stab me, I get it. You know, you're a psychopath, but at least don't have a mask on. You know, I could have COVID. I don't want to spread it to you. Don't make me a bad person, okay? Because I wear the mask for you, Mr. Serial Killer. I don't do this for myself. I do this to keep you safe. He's like, all of a sudden, change of heart. Oh, I'm not going to kill you after all. Let's go get an ice cream sundae. <laughs> and the Grinch's heart grew three times that day. I mean, the serial killer's heart grew three times that day. <laughs>
That's pretty good. Mr. Nice Guy. What was it? Green Stop? Yeah, Green Stop. No, not Green Stop. Serenity Farm? I fucking can't remember. Tegrity Farms is where I got it from. Tegrity. Whole bunch of it. You know? But, uh, yeah. Comedy podcast here, folks. Got a couple of things going on in the news, I guess. Um, I wonder if when, uh, I was just thinking of such a bad joke. If Trump, when Trump left the Oval Office, if Joe, the new president, was like, if you're leaving, I guess you could call me Joe Biden. Huh? Like you're leaving because bye, bye, Biden. <laughs> uh, that's a classic president joke for you there, folks. Now that guy's probably for sure eating skin, you know. He's got a nice collection of skin in his house. What skin should I eat today? Mm, I'll go with the kangaroo skin. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, I'll eat the, oh, uh, yes, the Lebanese child skin. That's that's Daisy. I'll do that. No, no, I'll go for Australian I'll go for the, the kangaroo. It's crunchier, you know. Just I don't know. Do people do that weird, weird global elite? Is skin eating a thing? Because I like skin from chickens. Like when I'm eating like Thanksgiving dinners and stuff, I like the turkey skin. I like the crisp. The crisp. Big fan of the crispiness. Make some noise if you're on that crisp shit. Who likes the crisp? We like the crisp. Who likes the crisp? We like the crisp. Put your hands up. Put your hands up for the crisp. Put your hands up. Put your hands up for the crisp. That's how every Thanksgiving should go down in my books. But yeah, I love the crispy shit. So I assume anyone who eats anything probably enjoys a bit of crisp crispness. Do cannibals enjoy crispy chicken or crispy skin? That's a, a question for you folks. If you know the answer, hit me up. James Hammond Comedy at the Comedy Podcast. Um, yeah, but anyway, what's going on around the world? Crazy stuff. You know, second waves, new, new forms of the virus, C- COVID. COVID's going on. If you didn't know, it's a thing. Outbreaks everywhere. And everyone wants, everyone just wants wants it to get back to normal. I don't know. I don't. It should be okay, right? I've always kind of been waiting for revolution, though. Not like I wanted it, but in my head, I've been like, it has to happen. So if it does, I'm gonna be like, perfect, like nice. I was right. It's nice to kind of confirm to yourself there. I really hope there's, it's not needed, right? It would really be nice if all these super rich global elitists were all of a sudden just like, hey, you know what? Let's have a change of heart. We're being too greedy. We don't need everything. And like, we don't need uh, like 97% of the pizza. We can just take like 50%. We'll share a bit more with everyone, you know, just a tiny bit. But then the whole world would collapse, right? There wasn't famine and starvation. Then food wouldn't be worth the amount it is. And it's like all these systems and things are put in place just for, uh, you know, for fuckery. I don't know. That's not funny. eh? How is it that I'm trying to do a comedy podcast and I always just end up talking about like the global. It's like, so anyway, knock, knock. Who's there? It's uh, the Illuminati and they're trying to kill you. Okay, let me try a different one. All right. right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange. Who? Don't eat the orange. It's poisoned by the Illuminati. Okay. Okay. Let me try another one. Um, Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? The chicken. Which chicken? The genetically modified chicken made by Monsanto. It's filled with a bunch of poison. Don't eat it. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ah, uh, it's the military. We're here to take all your guns. Okay, no, I better. Uh, I can't. See, it's just like you're trying to think of jokes, and you just have to go down that dark, dark hole of uh, of reality. Because it seems like that's where we're going, you know? Oh, goddamn cat's me on. Let me let this back. We got a guest on the show today, folks. It's my new cat, Puma. Puma, say hi. Say hi. Okay, no. He's just gonna. Okay, okay. The cat's meowing. This is such a fuck. 
this cat does this thing. I don't know where he learned it, but when he wants attention, he just shakes his litter box. He just goes, hey, pay attention to me. Rattle, rattle, rattle. 3.30 in the morning. All of a sudden, you just hear like, the litter box shaking. I'm like, is he taking a shit? It's like, is he taking a shit? It's like, no, he's been shaking that litter box for fucking 15 minutes. Then I just fucking jump out of bed with a pillow and chase him through the house whipping pillows. That's the best thing. You can whip pillows at cats. Or animals. I don't care if PETA hears this. Or my friend Peter, who also likes animals. You know, but, uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck if PETA hears this shit. Because throwing pillows at animals is our only saving grace. Like, a cat can be so annoying. You know, it's shitting, coughing up hairballs. I swear they do the hairball cough purposely, too. Like, I've had a cat stare me in the eye while horked up a huge hairball on the carpet. Like, yeah, that's what you get. For, for being so loving and kind to me. It's like, oh, sorry, I didn't know uh, you were a dick. Right? Yeah, I mean, cats, I'm telling you, they, uh, it's, it's, you can just, just unload on them with a pillow if you want. Not like a hard pillow, but a soft one. Chuck it at them. Oh, it's funny. It's fun stuff. Same with dogs. You can hit them with pillows. Yeah, you can probably beat your kid with a pillow if you wanted to. I don't do that. I would never do that. Um, but if you wanted to, you could with a pillow, and you wouldn't hurt. In fact, I do suggest that if anyone out there want is like, you know in a you know a relationship or it's a bit aggressive, domestic or whatnot, don't use fist. Just use pillows. Just go to town. Like all right, we're, or get those like foam bats. Just go to town on each other with the foam bats. So so great. Makes you feel great. You know, you just oh, okay. Yeah, unload on another uh, to unload on your lover's face, not with um with uh, sex juices is is always a good thing. You know, you just do it with a foam baseball bat, and you're like, this feels great. This feels amazing. You know? You hear some lurking around. You always hear lurking when you're in the country. I live in the country now, out in Caledon. You always hear, like, just the sounds of people lurking about. Lurking. You know? Creeping. A lot of creeping, creaking. You ever, in the, if you're ever in the woods, the trees, they just, they make, like, an operatic sound of just, like. One time I thought I heard a kid just, like, ah! Like, and I just looked beside me, it was the tree. Just, like, I'm like, okay, that was a weird one. It's like, who's teaching these trees how to make noises? Pavarotti? Like, what the fuck's going on, you know? And then I had this issue with this dude I worked with, like, a year and a half ago. And I'm pretty sure, like, I, I saw him driving down the road the other day, and he gave me the finger and tried to, like, run me off the road with this truck. And I'm like, wow, this guy really holds a grip. Now, so now every time I hear a creak, I'm like, is this dude sneaking up on me? Fucking I hope so. Let's just fucking sell it once and for all. You know? Nah, I'm not... I don't want to get tangled up in anything these days. I'm an old man. But, you know, these thoughts cross your mind, you're right? Like, oh, I'll get into a fight. Like, what do you do when you fight these days? You're like, oh, headlock. That's my go-to move. You got to throw the headlock down, right? Classic maneuver. Because it can just end the fight right off the bat. You just grab, get someone in a good headlock. They don't know how to squirm out of it or don't know any weird, crazy jujitsu. Hopefully, fingers crossed, you're just like, I'm just going to hold this headlock for, like, Three years, and you're never going to get out. They'd be like, fuck off, man. And then you just kind of wait till the situation cools down, and people kind of feel foolish. They're like, okay, yeah, and then you get out. And sometimes people will swing, but most of the time they're just like, okay. Yeah. You know? Just like to be held. It's like you're hugging someone. Or someone wants to fight, and you say, ah, no, I'm just going to hug you instead. Here you go. Come, you get a big hug, buddy. It's really demeaning, actually, to the person who's angry. It's kind of funny. I'm going to knock you out. No, you're going to get you're gonna get hugged around the neck. <laughs> the death grip headlock. Yeah, people hold grudges. Life's too short to hold a grudge. You can't stay fucking angry about shit. Walking around creeping in people's yards, fucking holding grudges. That's not the life for me. I would have joined the military if I wanted to 
creep around holding grudges. You just hold grudges on behalf of countries and you're in the military. You don't have to have your own grudges. You just go, all right, what's your grudge? Canada, we'll settle it for you. <laughs> There's got to be something. I, I've gone over a lot of stuff so far. There's got to be a couple ideas for jokes. I think for the next season of the podcast, I'm just going to go over old episodes of my own podcast and just make fun of myself. That could work. You know, it'd be fun. Good old self-deprecating. The self-deprecating podcast with Uncle Jim's. Telling you though, stains in the underwear. Always throws. I remember once, once I hooked up with this chick years ago, one night stand, and she went to the bathroom in the morning. She got up. She's like, "I'm using the bathroom." I'm like, you know, cool, cool. And then I was like, "Nice, nice." I saw her panties on the floor. I'm like, "Nice." Like I picked them up with my foot because I was just like sitting on the edge of the bed or some shit. And I just like picked them. Like, yeah, like panties, right? Like. Picked them. And then when I did, I just saw, like, an off-color stain on the inside. I'm like, ah! Moment ruined, you know? Just instantly ruined the moment. Nothing can really ruin... There's two things that can really ruin a moment. Stains in underwear and a Q-tip. You know, you ever just want to rattle someone's day? Just drop a Q-tip in front of them. They'll be like, ugh! Like, what is... Like a, an impromptu COVID test? Like, what the hell's going on? Did someone just want to... So, someone just walking down the street and is like, oh, my ears, I got to clean them. Ugh, it's, just, it's a weird thing to see. You see a Q-tip, your brain wanders. You go, what was that used for? Is there ointment on that? That's just a gross word. You don't even like hearing that word, ointment. Hey, you got any spare ointment? No, I don't. Stay away from me. Anyone who's asking you for spare ointment, you're not going to want to share ointment with. You know? It's not a sharing thing. It's like an ice cream sandwich. You know? Can't really share that all too well. It's a one-person dealio. You know, polysporin? Yeah, don't come to my house and, and use that stuff. Unless you're really bleeding bad, you know? I don't even like to use it. It just stays on the shelf. I go, yeah, there's my antibiotics. In case I need it. You know, my finger's half cut off here. And sure, you know, I got cuts all up and down my body from working in the garden and outside and whatnot. And, and, uh, yeah, but no, I don't like using it. I just like, I like fighting through the pain. It's a good thing. It's good. I'm going to pass that to my kid. You know, don't don't use too much polysporin. You know, she likes to try to drink it. You know, that's we have to take it out of the bathroom. Off the, anything that's on a counter, your kids are going to try to put in their mouth. So, um, yeah, knives and the polysporin off the counter. Scissors off the counter. But it's funny. Whenever she picks up a knife, she kind of knows, like, oh, I got a knife. What up? I have this. I have a knife now. <laughs> Baby knife fights? Is that I wouldn't sign my kid up for that. You know what I mean? That's a horrible thing to do. But I'm sure there's some kids out there who are just like, you know what? They were meant to do it. Just, they were bred. I was born and raised to be a, <laughs> a baby knife fight coach. <laughs> a coach of baby knife fight. Yeah, what happens, if, what happens if your team really loses badly in the Super Bowl? You get demoted. It's like, yeah, I used to be in the Super Bowl. I used to be in the NFL. I was a great coach. Now I just... Uh, Teach jinjitsu to midgets, you know? That's all I do. Yeah. You know, I actually, I teach squids how to do judo. That's my, uh, that's my life now. I find an aquatic creatures and I teach them martial arts ever since I, um, I lost a big game. You know, or whatever, you know, you get caught using drugs in the Olympics, boom, you're done. Donovan Bay, like, what's that guy doing? Selling cars? I imagine, like, whenever... 
it sucks being a famous athlete when you think, and so many people want to be famous athletes, right? They're like, oh yeah, I work so hard. But like being an Olympian, that's not great. The only good thing about being an Olympian is that you get to go, if you do go to the Olympics, there's a crazy orgy at the Olympic Village. You probably get to have sex with a lot of fairly attractive people, you know? That's the one upside. It's like, because you're probably not going to succeed. That's the thing. The likelihood of you doing well in the Olympics, not likely. It's like, and you have four to eight years tops of your prime, right? Before some like 14-year-old crazy Norwegian ski jumper is going to beat your record, right? So you're just like, what the, and and it's just like, you fall once in a ski jump, you're done. You're not even, even going to be able to work an assembly line, you know, at a factory anywhere. You'll be fucking hearing your spine crackle every time you breathe. Just like, oh, yeah, the old ski jump injury, you know. I didn't go to the doctor. Now I use, I'm Norwegian, too. This changed my voice. I fell so hard. I now sound like this, right? Like, that's uh, the Olympics. It's just it's not, it's not one of those things you'd really want to want to do when you think about it right and you got to travel these other countries you know you never know where the olympics are going to be right like you gotta oh this year it's in Myanmar. oh god damn it what a year to be an olympian you know don't forget to bring your uh swim trunks and ak-47 there could be a war right get ready for the coup yeah so the military overthrew the government in Myanmar. if you don't know that's what that uh is going on so like the movie rambo is pretty much going to take place right like that's what's we're setting up for Joe Biden's going to be Rambo. Is that what it is? Like he saw the movie Rambo and he's like, we got to, we got to go to Myanmar now. I'll just go myself. Kamala, you take, you take over as president. I'm going over to Myanmar in camouflage and bringing a bow and arrow with dynamite attached to it. Biden 2024. <laughs> I'm just running. The I can, I can see that. That'd be hilarious. News just in. Joe Biden was, in fact, he did not did not do too well over there in uh, Myanmar. He uh, got taken prisoner, and now uh, they they force him to dance for money for sailors and Burmese sailors. They love him. He does this this little thing of curtsy at the end. He, they they put him in a dude too. It's it's a uh, yeah, it's horrible for him, but it's funny to think about, right? And then we'd have the first female president, so that'd be an upside. That'd be a plus. Sorry, Joe. You know you're off in a camp somewhere, dancing about in a tutu. But uh, on the bright side, feminism lives because a female is now the first president. And all the problems in the world instantly obliterated. Just like the, all the nukes just diffuse themselves. Food just starts growing in the desert. AIDS is just like, screw that. We don't like people anymore. Just goes like inside pigeons. And it's like, okay, pigeon AIDS, but whatever. We don't have to worry about it. You know, aliens come to Earth. They're like, all right, here's the meaning of life. Yeah, we can bring you to God. He's just two solar systems over. He's chilling. You know, like, all the good stuff. And that's going to happen. All we need is that female president. So, one day, maybe. Keep your fingers crossed. Or your legs, my right ladies. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I am. Um, I have not been out in public for a long time. Um, don't hold any of this against me, folks. I hope you had a laugh. A laugh or two. Um, if you have any things you want me to joke about on the comedy podcast, just a topic or whatever, I do a different segment called the freestyle. So just feel free to drop some words that I can use next time I do it. So send me something at James Hammond comedy at hotmail or gmail.com as well. I do do stand-up shows for people five or less, six or less I can do. So if you want to book me for any kind of event, James Hammond comedy, once again, or James Hammond Comedy on Facebook and all these other platforms. You know it. So, uh, like I always like to say, it might not have been the moment you were waiting for, but 
It was, in fact, a moment. This has been the, this has been the comedy podcast. Have a great night. Much love. Da-da-da-da-da.